0: Hello, friends. My name is Denise Renner, and I want to talk to you about something that's so very important, and that is about worry. Now, if I ask you right now, have you ever worried? Well, of course you have. I have. How many times have we worried? We don't even know. But what can help us with worry And what can help us be strong in these last days and fight against worry? You can't just tell somebody, stop worrying. You have to replace it with something. And I want to talk to you about our dependence on God, praying to God. Instead of just worrying, we need to pray. We need to depend on God. You know, a lot of things that happen, you can't even do anything about. You can't even change. And worrying, it won't help it. You know, the other day I was filming a program. Can you believe this? I was filming a program, and I got up from my chair, and my chair absolutely shattered the glass shelf that was behind me. Oh, this thought. You know, you start worrying about that. You just start thinking, oh, I wish I hadn't done that. Oh, gosh, I can't believe I did that. And just worry, worry, worry. But really, it was an accident. And what can I do about it? And what can I do about it right now? Absolutely nothing. So if you're worrying about something, can you honestly say to yourself, can I do something about that? Well, probably not. Well, then worrying, worrying's not going to help it, but praying will help it. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. Because when we worry, lots of times, worry puts people in bad moods, <laughs> uh, makes people angry, uh, little patience, they might yell and scream at somebody that doesn't have anything to do with with their problem. They're just venting on that other person, their worry. It's coming out of their worried heart, and they take it out on another person. That's the kind of thing worry can do. Sometimes worry, people lie because of worry, or they steal because of worry. Well, so let's talk about trusting God and praying versus worry. And I want you to open your Bibles with me to Philippians chapter four, and it's uh, verse six. And it says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Okay. This this little word here be anxious for nothing. This word in the Greek cuz I'm married to the Greek scholar. Okay, this little word nothing, it mean it's the it's the Greek word ti, ti. And it means it means the smallest, tiniest detail. And the Bible's saying don't worry about it. Don't be anxious about even the most minute, tiny, minuscule detail. But in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. So if if we say, well, okay, Lord, I'm going to work on this, worrying thing because I'm worried and I'm not supposed to worry and I need to pray about everything. And it says prayer and supplication. Well, supplication is actually when you are working with God or you're taking the word of God, you're saying, you're speaking the word to God, you're saying, maybe you're worried about your children. God, I come against the enemy. No weapon formed against my children will prosper. And any tongue that rises against them, it will fall. Maybe you're worried about your husband. Lord, I complain the blood of Jesus over my husband and the plans of God that you have for him, God. And you take the word of God and you pray. Now, can you see the difference between worrying and praying? Now, worrying is also does something very dangerous for us. And listen to what it does in verse 7 and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. It's not the worrying that's going to guard your heart and make you peaceful. It's the peace of God. And the peace of God was made available to all of us through the blood of Jesus, through his sacrifice on the cross, because it says that he took, in Isaiah 53, it says that he took the chastisement of our peace upon him. So anything that would steal our peace, He took it. So we have a right to have the peace of God and not worry about anything. Now, prayer will cause us to have hope, where worry will cause us to have fear. Prayer will cause us to be, to open up the situation to God But worry will put us into a fear and, and the problem getting bigger and there's no solution, which takes us away from the actual thing that God wants to do, which is bring the answer. Worry can stop us from hearing from God. God's always want to talk to us because he loves us so much and he knows that we are his sheep and sheep are dumb and we need his answers. We need his guidance. But if we're all worried, we can't even hear him speaking to his sheep. So... Worry cuts off our answers from hearing our answers, not the answers themselves because God wants to give the answers. But worry puts up a door and blocks the possibility of hearing the answer. Prayer opens and makes possible a place for us to hear God. Isn't that good? Worry is filled with your thoughts Prayer is filled with his thoughts. Worry can be very self-centered and its origin is fear. So sometimes worry can have a lot of what if I, what if my, what if me, 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 I, 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 my, my, my. Worry can have a lot of self in it. And when we pray, we can see that God, okay, God, I'm just giving this to you. I'm thanking you for taking this right now. I cannot take this any longer. I can't worry about this any longer. So I'm just going to do what your Bible says, and I'm going to cast it on you, and I am going forward. Well, that opens us up to answers from God where worry causes us to be more self-centered and not hear answers from God. And when we're worried and it's more self-centered, we're not as focused on others. You know, and the Bible says that we are not just to consider our own needs, but the needs of others. And when you're worried, it does, it, it, it cuts off an avenue Or a way to think about others. Worry wastes time. Don't you think so? Don't you think that worry is a time waster? I do. I worried. I can say that I've definitely worried in my life. And I can definitely tell you when I worried, I was throwing away time. I didn't get any answers. I didn't get any help. I didn't help a situation that I was worried about. I was just worried. I was all caught up in my thoughts. I was all caught up in my thinking. And I was wasting time. But prayer uses time wisely by opening our hearts to new possibilities. Oh, praise God. Don't you love that? When we say, Lord, I'm I'm done. I'm done worrying. And I'm praying about this. And then we just open up because we're using our faith. We open up to possibilities that God could bring. Now, I know you can't just say don't worry because you have to replace it with something and and you have to p- replace it with prayer but look at philippians chapter 4 again and look at verse 8 <clears throat> and it tells us what to replace worry with finally brethren whatsoever things are true now if you're worried let's say you're worried about what if what if this happens well You don't even know if it's going to happen. So it's not thinking about something true. Okay. Whatsoever things are noble. Whatsoever things are just. Is it it what you're worrying about? Is, Is worrying about it making you think more about just and right things? Whatsoever things are pure. Oh, it's such a good thing to be able to think about pure things. Just to not worry. You know, like a little child. Like a little child. They just don't worry about anything. They're so pure. They just, you know, they're just living their life. They're laughing. They want to play. They just want to do anything. And they're just pure hearted. Because they're not worrying. And I, I know so many times that I thought to myself, I need to be more like a child because they're not worried about anything. And Jesus said, if if, you, if we're not like children, it's hard for us to come into the kingdom of God. Not to worry, not to try to save ourselves, not to, okay, I'll, I'll better myself. Okay, I'll do this. Okay, I'll do that. Okay, I've got my plan. And then worry and worry and worry and not Trust God. Because when we don't trust God, then we cut off our, we truly do. We're cutting off our fellowship with God. We're cutting off our possibility to hear from him. We might be, we might be talking. We might be saying everything to him, but because of worry, we don't hear him say anything back to us worry is counterproductive. Prayer is productive. I've already said this, worry stops us from receiving from God. Prayer opens and makes available a place and a way to hear from God. Now, many years ago, when we were educating our children, and here we've lived in the former Soviet Union now for 30 years. So this was about um, 25 years ago, 24 years ago. And the boys were in school, and um, we had enrolled them in a school in latvia and they said it was a christian school and our boys didn't speak latvian but they said we'll take care of them we'll make sure that they understand everything well after about two months of me getting these boys up every morning and getting them ready and sending them off to school philip came home one day and rick was gone and he was crying and i said philip What's wrong? And he said, well, Mom, my teacher said I was stupid. And it was because I couldn't understand what he was saying because he was speaking in Latvian and the boys didn't understand Latvian. Well, you might be saying to yourself, why did you put them in that school where they don't understand the language? Well, I was doing the best that I could at that time, and, and I was putting them in a Christian school. Well, after Philip came home and he was crying, I talked to him. I went in my bedroom and oh you can imagine how upset I was because I just wasted 2 months of my children's life. What kind of mother am I? And I was I was actually I was on the floor and I was just crying out to the Lord and I was so worried. And I was just said, "Lord, I, I don't know what to do." I mean, this education thing, it's a very difficult thing to answer this question but I want my kids to be educated. Of course I do. Well, I can't say that he gave me the answer right then, but he gave me his presence. And there's a song. I just want to sing this tiny bit of it for you because it's what really happened to me because I wasn't alone in that problem. He was was right there. And this little song, i just sing a little bit of it for you. His eye is on the sparrow. And I know he's watching me. You see, it was, he was watching me. I didn't have the answer, but I definitely got his presence and but i was praying i re- i decided no worrying's not going to do anything how how can i change this problem how can i make this situation any better i can't but i can pray i can ask god for his help he definitely brought his presence and you know what a little later he gave me a great answer he said you get these boys you get them into this culture you get them a Russian teacher, and you know to this day, our boys are wonderful Russian speakers. Well, it's because God directed that they, they needed that, and he took something bad and made something really great out of it. Prayer opens and makes available a place for us to hear from God. I just told you that. Worry is filled with your thoughts. Prayer is filled with his thoughts. What if I just laid on the floor and said, oh, I'm such a bad mom. Oh, I can't believe I did that. How stupid was that to put them in a Christian school? That's good. But in a school that doesn't speak, the, they don't speak the language. I, mean, I could have put myself down for another three hours. I could have put myself down for another three days. I could have worried another week about it. But it would have not availed to me any answers. But prayer did. Because worry is filled with our thoughts. But prayer is filled with his thoughts. Worry can be very self-centered. We already talked about that. Prayer opens our hearts to hear from God. But worry is our dependence on ourselves, but prayer is our dependence on God. Prayer brings you into peace. Worry brings you into even sickness. I know a woman who, who had a heart attack because she was so worried about her son. It was just the worry. It made her sick. She had a great heart. But when, but when she was worrying and worrying and worrying and worrying, it affected her heart and she had a heart attack. I said to you already, worry, waste time, but prayer is making a choice to use our time wisely, opening our hearts to possibilities because God is a creator. When we pray, we open ourselves to his creative power. But worry stops creativity. We've said this before. Worry is fear-oriented. Where did worry came from? It came from fear. And prayer is building our faith which overcomes fear. You see, God, it's like that little sparrow. The Bible says that he even sees when a little sparrow, who cares about sparrows? Uh, God, a little sparrow falls out of a tree. Jesus said that. Jesus said that God, our Heavenly Father, who gives breath to all living, who holds every atom together, cares about a sparrow. Jesus said that, and he said, he even cares when it falls out of a tree. How much more does God care about you and me? We're made in his image, and if we're saved, we carry his presence. We're his children. He cares about us, and just like he did for me. I was worried, worried, worried. But when I prayed, God came with his presence and he came with his answer. I just want to encourage you that if you are worried about something right now, I hope you see that by this teaching that it's like wasting time. It's like stopping the door to the answers from God. It's like could make you sick. Uh, it's could, it could make you in a bad mood. It could cause you to uh, speak ugly to somebody that you love. It's because that the origin of worry is fear. And I I just want to encourage you right now, and I want to pray with you that, you can as the bible says in first peter cast all your care on him you know it even means that you like like if if a a a donkey or an animal was to pass by you and you couldn 't carry all this heavy stuff that you were carrying, and so you took your care, you took your worry, and you cast it over on that beast of burden, and he took your care, and he took your worry. well you see Jesus. Did not make our shoulders to carry that worry and that care. But his shoulders, the Bible says, that the governments are on his shoulders. You and I can't carry this care. You and I can't carry this worry. But the Lord Jesus, he's perfect. And he wants to be our beast of burden that we take our care and we cast it over on him. So right now I want to pray with you. Father, right now, with all these that are listening with me, we take that burden, we take that care, whatever it is, And right now, Jesus, we see it. You can see it. You can name it. Right now, Lord, that situation that I can't change, that situation that I can't do anything about, right now, Jesus, by my own will, my own decision, I agree with the Holy Spirit. That he's the one that can take my burdens. And put them over on you. And right now. By faith. I take that burden. I take that care. That worry. And Lord. I put it on you right now. And I say Jesus. And I agree Lord. That with you. Nothing is impossible. And that you can do exceedingly abundantly above all that I can ask or think. With my worrying, I can't do much. But if I can cast my burden, and I do right now, Lord, on you, you can do very much. And I thank you, dear Father, For hearing my prayer. In the precious name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer with me, you can probably take a deep breath and just say, Lord, thank you. I give that to you. And I refuse to worry about it. Now, you may have to do the same thing in 30 minutes. You might have to do the same thing tomorrow. But continue to cast your care on him and let him and let your heart be a place to receive answers. Because you're casting it on him and you're making a place in your heart, in your mind to hear the answers from him. Well, for us to be strong in these last days, we've got to learn how to cast our care on him, cast our worry on him, and learn to pray about everything. Well, I love you. Thank you so much for being with me. I want to hear from you what God is doing in your life, and I'll see you on the next program.
1: All of us want our relationships to grow and improve. For example, don't you want your marriage to be in better shape than it is right now? Even if things are going well, you probably see areas where it could be improved, right? In this candid 16-part series, Denise Renner hilariously and compassionately reveals areas where all of us can do better in our relationships, and especially in our marriages. Sometimes little changes make big differences. Titles in this series include, Help! My Mouth is Making Trouble for Me! Who is in control here, my mouth or me? I thought I was supposed to change it. Help me, Lord. I need to forgive. I thought I had already reached my forgiveness quota. Rick Renner says, this series is so awesome. Every person will laugh their way to transformation as Denise candidly addresses areas where we can all improve. This life-changing 16-part series is available in digital or physical formats, starting at just $25. We are also offering you Denise's companion book, who Stole Cinderella for Just $15? With genuine warmth and candor, Denise recounts the journey of her own struggles in marriage and the unique insights she learned along the way to attaining emotional health and happiness. Your life will be enriched by biblical wisdom as Denise sheds light on your path to happily ever after and shows you right where to begin again if you've lost your way. Don't miss this special offer. The entire 16-part series, School of Cinderella, and the companion book, Who Stole Cinderella? Call the number on your screen now or go to renner.org to order. Call or go online now.